Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Red Velvet is finally back with new music in both Korean and Japanese. We're going to review the Korean EP, Feel My Rhythm. There was a lot of rhythm in this album. <laughs> or EP. <laughs> the full name is The Reva Festival 2022, Feel My Rhythm. Which... I didn't really like the Reva Festival concept, so I think they should have left that in the past and this should have just been Feel My Rhythm. Wasn't it like the whole premise of it like a summer festival and it's March? Confused. <laughs> this is definitely a springtime album, period. Mm -hmm. This is the fifth EP from Red Velvet and it was released on March 21st, 2022. Apparently to commemorate the birthday of composer J.S. Bach. Like, Bach. Bach. What? They're like, oh shit, Bach's birthday's coming up. We gotta release something to celebrate. I mean, I, there is some classical music sampling in one of these songs, so I guess. I just thought that was funny. You know, they already planned all this and they're like, oh, Bach's birthday's coming up. We totally did it for him. Yes. Hashtag bestie Bach. Yes. <laughs> this EP has six tracks and a lead single, which is Feel My Rhythm. And it was released with three physical versions, and they all have different covers, because of course they do. So let's get into it. The first song on the album is Feel My Rhythm, the lead single, and this is the only one with a music video. The music video starts and it's like a painting style, so it looks like the girls are in romantic style paintings. The girls are posed as famous romantic portraits. I wrote down some of the references in the beginning. They're, they're throughout the video, but this is the notable ones in the beginning. We have the spy, Ophelia, Nips finding the head of Orpheus, the swing, like very, very, very famous paintings. Especially Ophelia. Like, I clocked that immediately. Yeah. And yeah, throughout the music video, there are more references, but I felt like those were the most recognizable ones. That was, hands down, my favorite part of this music video. I kind of wish that they did a living painting concept mm -hmm. where you get people to pose like exactly like the painting and their makeup is done so that it looks like the painting and they could have been lip syncing. I thought that would have been a little more interesting than what they did. I agree. I don't know. It doesn't lend itself for dancing, though. So we're starting out. There are chirping birds, a bubbling little creek. And in opposition to that, we have people in bird outfits. It's very carnival. It's very creepy. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Being vaguely threatening. Yeah. <laughs> the choreography for the opening is very fluid and reminiscent of ballet. There's a lot of stomping and arm fluttering throughout the whole choreography. The styling for this is very springtime. It's very light. It's very floral. Their blue and pink ensembles were far too casual for this. It's basically dark music box, right? That's the concept. Yeah. The blue and the pink, I was like, this looks like some girls going to the mall. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's giving mall. It's giving mall. <laughs> 
the crop tops and the jean skirts were like two 2005 for me personally i was like what the fuck same <laughs> i was expecting some drama their ballerina slash music box black and white dresses i thought were pretty cute i like that they were paired with combat boots it gave them kind of an edge their champagne dresses that's what i was expecting i was expecting them to look very ethereal and springtime and floral based on the promo images they were very pretty, very feminine, though, like, at one point, Wendy is fucking dressed like Envy Adams from Scott Pilgrim, but in black. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing those insane shoes that are, like, gladiator style up her legs. She looks like she was going to teeter-totter over in those. Yeah. I felt like this song was a callback to earlier Red Velvet songs like Power Up in The Beat, but it also had this experimental genre bending edge that SM has been totally hot for lately. It's like a layering of mismatched sounds. But I felt like in this case, in this specific song, it sounded good. Girls on Top, that sounded horrible. They did it right in this case, I felt like. I don't know if this was Renaissance paintings, but that's what I said. <laughs> I said the ladies are a Renaissance painting. Ooh. Very strong opening. I agree that it would have been cool to see them kind of move through the paintings in the music mm -hmm. video, but it, that also I feel like would have been a lot of production. And maybe they didn't want to do that much <laughs> production for this music video. I loved Sulgi in like her dark queen outfit. It was a look. Slay. I also really liked those corset dresses that you did. And I was also confused about the weird blue and pink like early aughts outfits. It literally looked like <laughs> or reminded me very much of dance recital outfits that I wore around that time. We literally had a dance where we were like half pink, half blue, and we like danced with like flip phones. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Is there video evidence of this? Just burned into my cerebellum. I would kill to see that performance. <laughs> I feel like for once they're finally giving uh, Yeri some screen time. She is like the youngest member of the group, but I sometimes feel like in music videos she just gets lost. Uh, but it was cool to actually see her like front and center a few times. Wendy also looks super different without bangs, but I like it. <laughs> The breakdown in the song was very weird and I did not like it at all. However, I thought Joy was adorable, even when she was doing the talking in the middle of the song, which again, I hate because it like takes you out of it. But all that being said, the chorus really slaps. And I think on further listens, I will like this song even more. So notable lyrics for Feel My Rhythm include blowing the pollen, fluttering, <laughs> pop the champagne louder, as much as one likes. <laughs> don't lock yourself up in yesterday and tomorrow. Free now. Man, don't lock yourself up in yesterday and tomorrow. Live in the moment, girl. That's some carpe diem shit. Okay, the next song on the album is called Rainbow Halo. <laughs> a mid-tempo jam and the backing has a heavy drum beat and synth chimes so 
my jam. There is a saxophone that comes in at the chorus, and oh my god, it hits so good. More saxophone in K-pop. I'm putting it out there. I would like us all to manifest more saxophone (laughs) in K-pop. More saxophone. (laughs) The chorus of the song is repetitive. Yes, they say Rainbow Halo like 10 times, but it will get stuck in your head because it is repetitive. I just thought this was like a jazzy song that screamed spring and also we are a revelant song. Yes. (laughs) I really, really liked it. I could do without the shouts of hey in the background at certain points. It is so 2014. (laughs) What a specific year. I really like the heavy bass backing in this song, but it does start out really slow. I do like the chorus. It flows really nicely, and I think it sounds a lot different from many of the songs that are currently being released right now. It honestly almost felt like a throwback to the early aughts, but I could have just been imagining that. This song has like a steady marching beat, almost like a softer version of We Will Rock You. (laughs) The, you know, dun dun (laughs) Dun, dun, rainbow, rainbow, halo. <laughs> Basically. I really like that beat. It carries you through the whole song very well, even though it's not a particularly fast song. So I feel like these mid-tempo songs, when they have like these strong bass backing beats, it really keeps you present in the song instead of you being like, oh God, this is so slow. So I really like that. I actually didn't even mind the breakdown. But it does slow the song down even further. (laughs) So the bass really helps with that. This is definitely like a chill groove of a song. And I said that I like the jazzy horn, but it's a saxophone. We will manifest the saxophone solos. Saxophone! (laughs) Notable lyrics include, Somewhat magical and mysterious, our story is like falling into a wonderland. It's hard to believe that fantasy like that child. It's perfect much more than I imagined. So Rainbow Halo, it's friendship, it's hugging, it's cookies and milk, it's having a good day. (laughs) It's Care Bear Stare. Yeah. Something like that. Number three on the EP is Beg For Me. This begins with heavy synth and red velvet telling you to dance for me, work for me, beg for me. (laughs) Ma'am? Ma'am? Okay. I'm feeling this song like a lot. Like a lot, a lot. In a previous episode, I had recommended this song because I was very much into it. I think the progression to the chorus is good and the chorus itself is so red velvet. Yeah, I I think so too. The harmonies are good, but I wish that the song focused on the sassy dance for me, like work for me, dance for me. Yes. Yes. I wish it was more that. (laughs) I was like, damn, do I want another sassy me? Yes. That song fucking goes off. I want that. Yeah, I was hoping it would focus more on that. This song is not a song that will get you shaking your ass, despite it saying dance for me, work for me, beg for me. But you will be jamming out to this in your car and daydreaming that you are the ultimate girl boss. Wendy and Joy do a, in quotations, 
rap <laughs> that is a lot more sultry talking. That was um interesting. And it's for the best that Red Velvet does not have a dedicated rapper. Yeah. This song starts out very strong, but then it like drops out completely, which I didn't really like. Um, it eventually pecks back up again with a faster beat, but overall this song for me was a bit lackluster. Like, they sound amazing, as always. It's impossible for them not to sound good. But I felt like the impact of the song fell flat when compared with the beginning of the song. Like, the beginning of the song gets you so hyped. They're like, dance for me, work for me, beg for me. And you're like, yes, I want to vogue to this song. And then it's like, (laughs) no. (laughs) The dance for me, work for me, beg for me part of the chorus is really good. But I wish that vibe was the entire song. Yeah. It almost needed, like, less high notes and more, like, alto level or lower singing to, like, meet that demanding tone that was kind of set in the beginning. So, more sulky, I guess. (laughs) That's just in general. More sulky. (laughs) More sulky, please. Notable lyrics. I decided to, um, do the rap. Are you ready for this? Oh, God. I hate this. (laughs) Wendy, girl, I love you. Please don't rap. (laughs) Your chops are and singing are much better than this. <laughs> I'm bossing it real nasty, but still keeping it classy. The shining celebration that has me. I don't give it to you easily. Nah. So follow my lead. Follow my lead. Opportunities aren't rare. Deep black rather than ambiguous gray. You know I'm holding the keys. That was Wendy and Joy. I cannot get over it. I'm bossing it real nasty. And I'm like, this song should be this. That should be the vibe. Right? Bossing it real nasty. I'm into it. I'm into it. Me too. They could pull it off. They've done so many different concepts. Lean in, Red Velvet. I want the Dominatrix Girl Boss song. Please. Moving right along to our next song, Bomboleo. When I first saw it, I was like, Bambolio. Bambolio. <laughs> Me too. I was like, Italiano. But uh, after listening to the song, they're like, Bamboleo. So, Bamboleo. Got it. This is what the kids call city pop. It sounds vaguely 80s soft pop with synth, slapping bass, drum machine, chimes, and xylophone. There's some exciting guitar later in the song. That was nice. I wish that the guitar was in it more. I think that that guitar elevates the song beyond this inoffensive pop that can be played, like, in an elevator. You know what I mean? Yes. Despite what I just said, I did enjoy the song. I I did like it a lot. It's very, very calming. There are falsettos in this. We're perfect. Like, of course. They never fucking miss with the harmonies in falsetto. Never. Right. Yeah. Sulgi was popping the fuck off on this song. I was like, damn, girl, get it. I could see this song as, like, an ending theme for an anime, you know, where everyone's kind of, like, retrospective. Yes. 100%. This song is very smooth, like cafe music. It's very Like you said, city pop. (laughs) There's actually an entire K-pop city pop playlist on Spotify, if you're curious. Like, city pop versions of K-pop songs. Anyways. 
I really like this song. It is optimal for driving, studying, etc. Definitely not for your workout. <laughs> unless you just lay down for your workout. <laughs> um, Some meditative breathing. Yeah. <laughs> but it is easy listening at its finest. Their voices are just like pure angelic magic in the chorus. I loved that addition of the little guitar riffing towards the end of the song. Their voices, though, are really shining in this song, especially in their higher registers. It was so nice to listen to. Notable lyrics are, Even if I mess up this night, it's fine. Dance like once in a lifetime. I'm so free, so nice. My transparent heart is filled with wine. Pour it over the white moon. I thought that was fun. My heart is filled with wine and I'm ready to have a good time. Yes. (laughs) When it's happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) Our next song is Good, Bad, Ugly. a little more peppy than a ballad but not by much they literally say in this song that life is like a box of chocolates because that's what this song is about it's about sometimes times are good and sometimes times are bad honestly like the verses were not to my liking in this the chorus is the best part of the song their voices all come together beautifully they've been doing this for like almost 10 years so of course they do it's just not that exciting This EP had some fresh, experimental things going on, and this song was not that. 100%. Too much velvet, not enough red. Yeah. Like Emily said, it's like smooth and a bit jazzy. It's definitely like a sleepy ballad. I can see this song actually being the outro to like a K-drama or any show, really. I like that the bass after the chorus kind of sounds like a heartbeat, probably on purpose. (laughs) Um, (laughs) they sound great as always, but this song just isn't my cup of tea unless I'm trying to relax or go to sleep. (laughs) Notable lyrics are sometimes good, sometimes bad and ugly. Though I love me perfectly fit to my appeal, a package that can't be selected. The last song on the EP is called In My Dreams. In my dreams of this remind you of psycho yes it did totally i had to pause it and i was like why does this sound so familiar oh it it sounds like Psycho. yeah this is a dramatic song Mm -hmm. it's about unrequited love and i'm like who the fuck would not love you guys come on now come (laughs) on now it's a simple song and red velvet does a great job in the vocals i think that their vocals elevate this song because it is kind of so simple Mm -hmm. if another group did this and released it i didn't think it would be as good maybe that's my bias speaking but i think that they (laughs) finessed this song that is kind of boring you're right and you should say it (laughs) (laughs) wendy is going the 
fuck off on this with vocal runs. I like that this is a sad song, but it's in major key instead of minor. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I think that lends itself to um, some of my notes also. (laughs) Um, I think this is a fairly strong ending to their EP. The verses to me weren't punchy enough, but they do highlight the chorus nicely, which is almost like bursting with like exasperation and excitement. It's almost like you're like opening the door and like music is blasting out for the chorus compared to the verses. It almost reminds me of a song that might be used in a musical because it's very theatrical and has a big sound, which ties into it being in major key, I'm sure. (laughs) It also had that music box quality in Mm -hmm. the soft parts, like Feel My Rhythm did. Yeah. I thought it was a good bookend. Yes, me too. What did you think of the album? I really like the album. I think that they have released better albums, though. I think if I had to give it a rating out of five, it would probably be like a three and a half. I want to give it a four, but yeah, it's a three and a half. Yeah, I I really liked most of the songs, but they just weren't, you know, and I'm definitely going to listen to some of them again, but they just didn't like, besides like one or two of them, they're just not very standout, I guess, when you compare to the rest of Red Velvet's discography. It was hard for me not to compare this to Queendom, which really was not that long ago. Yeah. And I think I just liked Queendom more because Queendom is that song. Like, that was such a good return for them. Feel My Rhythm is really good, but it's not up to Queendom's level. Yeah. And when I'm comparing to, like, my favorite Red Velvet song, which there's a few of them, but I'm thinking of Happily Ever After, like, I love that song. (sighs) But I do be singing Rainbow Halo, like, every day, trying to make my lunch. Like, Rainbow Halo, yeah. Rainbow, Rainbow. <laughs> Like, it will not leave me. It is haunting me. So let's get my husband Kyle in here to do his Red Velvet, maybe not so minute, maybe minute plus. Because Red Velvet also just released a Japanese album called Bloom. It had some of their old Japanese songs on there and some new ones. And he is really into this, so... We're going to give him the mic and let him talk about the Japanese Red Velvet music. Breaking news. Here's Kyle with the Red Velvet Minute. A couple of weeks after Feel My Rhythm came out, Red Velvet was like, we're not done. More music. But this time, Japanese album. So they uh, released Bloom, which is their newest Japanese EP, and it basically did the same thing that Rebel Festival Part 3 did with that trilogy, where it just took a bunch of music they had re-released together uh, with a couple of new songs. So this is like a bunch of their old hashtag cookie jar Japanese stuff with a couple of new songs. Off the bat, I give this a solid 8.5 out of 10. This is like the closest inconsistency they have come to Summer Magic. Legitimately, most of the songs on this album are a bop. The main issue is that it wouldn't be Red Velvet if they didn't completely ruin a perfect score by ending the album with a ballad. Not only one ballad, two ballads. They do bop after bop after bop and one mid-tempo ballad, which is Sayonara, which is a good ballad, and then some more bops, and then double ballad. It just completely kills the vibe, which this also has a summer vibe like Summer Magic did. The most summery song is is Swimming Pool, which they previously released. That song has the trademark Red Velvet, Windy English, uh, where at one point she just goes, do you want to stay with me this summer? And also in the song Snap Snap, which is one of the best songs on the album, she starts off, she's just like, 
Oh, I just love the camera when it takes pictures of me. It would not be a Red Velvet release without Wendy saying some stupid English phrase. The single is Wildside, and yet again, Red Velvet, their trademark is picking the incorrect song to be the single. Wildside is not bad. I think it's just an okay single, but it is not the best song on the album. The best song is the first song, Marionette, which feels kind of out of place. It feels like a really bad boy song. It's like dark fantasy. But Marionette and Snap Snap are the best new songs on the album. But otherwise, it's good. It's consistent in like high energy till the end. Yeah, Bloom, check it out. So let's wrap up this episode with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Swimming Pool by Red Velvet because I want to go to Wendy's for the summer. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Feel My Rhythm. (laughs) Original. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can check us out on Instagram, where we have our link tree to all of our relevant accounts at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. You can find this program pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe so you can listen to us every other Friday. We'll see you guys in two weeks with another exciting episode. Bye! Bye!